It was my sanity. I created a big boundary that I'm not going to allow the negative and the fear and the hype in the world to come into my life. Welcome to Hope to Recharge podcast. Thank you for joining me here again today. Every week we meet here to break the stigma around mental health and to bring you insight and inspiration and lots of practical tips from personal stories or professionals around the world that share how they turn their journey of mental health into healing or to thriving. Together we will break the stigma one story at a time. And mental health together is always better. Thank you for joining me here today. I'm your host, Matana. Let's get started. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp.com, the leading online platform for therapy. You can access thousands of therapists one click away. Go check out BetterHelp.com forward slash hope to recharge. Get 10% off your first month. Start your wellness now. Before we jump into today's episode, I would like to introduce to you a new package that I have out there for listeners that want to change something in their life. They might feel stuck, they might feel not inspired or a lack of motivation, and they know that where they are now is just not good enough and they want a little bit more. They're not sure what it is. They might be in a fog, they might be in a lack of inspiration, or they just need some clarity. This package is eight one-on-one sessions with me and I'm going to gift you in these sessions a specific custom-made program for you and your life and anything that's going on in your life using the tools that I incorporated in my healing and my journey that I incorporate every single day in my life with challenges. We're going to talk about gratitude, we're going to talk about acceptance, radical acceptance, forgiveness, and what it means to live in a positive mindset. If you want to hear more about this program, go to my website, hopetorecharge.com. You'll see link in the show notes. It's called Gift of Light. Don't miss out. It's limited time just for the holiday season now. I'm gifting a few of these away. So go check it out and see if this is something you want to gift yourself. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining me here again today. We are wrapping up the year 2020 with a big shiny bow, wrapping up the month of December where we are talking about resilience. We heard a lot of stories of the power of resilience and how far it could take us through difficult times. Today, I want to share my thoughts on resilience, my exercises that I use for resilience when difficult times come, and I want to leave you with hope that resilience resilience is something that creates a better form of us. The resilience is not just a technique to get through hard times, but resilience is really a form of a gift of hope that it creates something better in ourselves, a better humans. When we have resilience, we tap into our capabilities, we tap into reserves, we learn new things about ourselves, we learn new things about the world, we grow through it, we become stronger for the next episode that we will need resilience in. I find that resilience is a gift that God gave humanity. And God said, you will go through hard times, but I'm going to give you 
you a tool and it will walk you through it by your choice of dealing with adversity and not falling victim to it, but choosing to see the good in it, to walk through it, to grow through it, to continue life even though we are going through difficult times. I'm going to give you the gift that when you come out of a difficult time, if you use resilience, you'll be able to look back and see the gift in the journey. You won't always necessarily be able to see the entire gift, but you'll be able to see that you came out on the other side a different human. How many times do people ask us if we went through something in life that was life-changing and we say, we're happy we went through it. We will never choose to go through it again. And we would have not chosen to go through it because it was hell. It was misery. But once we saw that we got through it, we are happy that we went through it because we became stronger humans. We became different humans. We taught ourselves something new. We evolved. And that is what resilience does for us. I recently saw a beautiful TED Talk by Dr. Lucy Hone. I'm going to put the TED Talk in the show notes because she walks resilience. She talks resilience after she studied resilience for years. She studied the psychology of resilience until one day she had to actually use it for herself. And it happened so fast in her life that she didn't even have time to recognize the fact that she has all the tools until she was in the moment of a big tragedy that she lost her daughter in a car crash. So it happened so fast. And right away, she's like, oh, wow, I'm the master research. I did the research on resilience. Let's see if it really works. Let's put it to the test. I need to see if what I research is really applicable. Now, when she was going through it, she talks about the fact that it was brutal and something she didn't even want to tap into. But in this talk she gave, she sums it up with three tips that resilient people use in order to get through difficult times, in order to get through adversity, in order to move forward and not fall victim to their struggles. We all have struggles in life. I have yet to meet a person that does not have some kind of hardship. If it's loss, if it's relationship, if it's mental illness, physical illness, abandonment, betrayal, finances, so many stories in the world. I think if you stopped any human on the street and said, tell me about your hardship, they would have something to share. A lot of humans are very good at hiding it. Some humans are very good at hiding it from themselves, which is really difficult because eventually it comes tumbling down. We have to recognize and see the pain for what it is and walk through it versus denying it. And resilience is walking through the pain. It's saying, even though it's brutal, I'm going to walk through it and I'm not going to ignore it. And I'm going to continue walking forward. I'm going to continue growing, even though it's brutal. Dr. Hone talks about the three tips that she would like every human to know and take along with them when they come across a time in their life that they really need extra strength to get through difficult times. The first thing she says, resilient people acknowledge, accept the fact that life comes with lots of pain. Part of life is a tremendous amount of pain. Part of life is suffering. They're not delusional to think that they can get through the life without hard times. Accepting that and knowing that that's part of life helps them when the moment comes to not say, why me? They don't feel like a victim. They're like, okay, this is part of life. We will get through this. We will see what we have in our toolkit in order to get through it on the strongest possible way. But they're not in a state of shock of, oh my God, how did this happen to me in my life? Why me? They acknowledge that life comes with suffering. That's 
step number one. Step number two, they are extremely good with boundaries of what they allow into their mind and mindset surroundings, what they feed their mind and what they don't. They're very good at this. They're very good at selecting negative thoughts that will not enter their mind or positive thoughts that will enter their mind. What are they feeding their mind? They're very good at noticing the good that is left even though there's a tremendous amount of bad and hurt and struggling. They know how to focus on gratitude. They know how to count their blessings. They know how to put into their existence techniques that will not let them drown in pity, the victim mode. They know how to say, okay, I'm having a hard day. I'll give myself this time to grieve, to mourn, but I'll give myself time to count my blessings because I still have blessings. There's still good stuff. Now there's different times in life that it's really hard to count blessings because sometimes it's brutal what people go through. I hear stories that I could sometimes stop breathing because my stomach is in a knot from hearing what people go through. But people that are resilient, They are aware of the fact that the brain gravitates towards negativity and misery loves company. So when we are miserable, we look for other things that are miserable around us that we can surround ourselves with misery. So our brain attracts to fear. One of the big boundaries that I put up in the beginning of coronavirus, I'm very aware of my anxiety. I'm very aware of how fast I can fall. I'm very aware how my mood changes drastically in minutes when I'm anxious and I'm aware what makes me anxious. 10 years ago, I decided to tune myself out from the news. I no longer listen to news. It doesn't do good for me. And I was aware of this. So in the beginning of Corona, I was very clear in my household that we're not allowed to share facts of disaster with the household. If you want to read the news, you could read it out alone. We don't have a TV, so we weren't watching the news. So if you want to educate yourself, you could do it on your own, but you may not share it publicly unless it's a must that we must know something because it's dangerous. If there are new rules that are going on in New York that are not affecting us, please don't tell me because it's irrelevant for me. If there are rules and laws that we need to follow, you can tell me, but you may not tell me stats about how bad the virus is because I can't do anything about it. And just knowing how many people are dying and the disasters that's going on outside of my my home is not going to help me. I need to focus on keeping my home safe, keeping my boundaries well. And we were not allowed to share facts with each other. And it was my sanity. I created a big boundary that I'm not going to allow the negative and the fear and the hype in the world to come into my life. And I fed myself a tremendous amount of gratitude. I upped my dose of gratitude. I made sure to meditate more with gratitude. If I saw that I was getting a little bit anxious, I went into silence in my room. I closed myself in the room and I had to go into my silence of meditation, counting my blessings. Or I went on a walk or I went outside to watch the butterflies. I was very aware and astute of the little gifts that were constantly coming into my life every single day. I elevated my vibration of my gratitude. Dr. Hone talks about that resilient people make a choice to focus 
on the good versus focusing on the bad. Now, it doesn't mean that we don't hang out in the sadness and the pain, acknowledging we must, but at the same time, we must also go to the good because there's always more good than bad. She talks about a word that we can use when we are feeling depleted from gratitude and we know that gratitude is going to help us. She says, maybe you need to hunt down the good stuff. That means it's, we have to go looking for it because it's not so obvious. Sometimes we need reminders when we are going through a very difficult time, like family members in the hospital for months or an awful disease, mental illness that's debilitating and it's so hard to cope with life. Life just gets so hard. Every day feels like a year. The anguish feels so unbearable. So we have to put reminders and awareness into the fact that we need to hunt down the gratitude, hunt down the good. It often looks like we can't find it. And our brain loves running first to the pain, to the fear, to the struggles. And it doesn't naturally go to the gratitude, to the good, to the happy, to the positive mindset, to where we feed ourselves inspiration. So that was number two. Number three was something that I didn't hear before I read a lot of her books, before I heard her talk. The third tip that she gives is asking ourselves, is this something that can help me or is this something that can harm me? When our mind, when our actions, when we go through the day doing things, we find ourselves going into conversations, communities, actions. We ask ourselves, is this going to help me? or this gonna harm me. One of the biggest things that I learned through my recovery from mental illness that I didn't know that this was even an option that we can ask ourselves and we have a choice. This goes back to boundaries. Is what I'm about to do going to move me forward in healing in my recovery or is this going to set me back and it's just going to give me more pain? For example, sometimes we are triggered by somebody, by a conversation. Are we going to continue the conversation or are we going to set a boundary and say, okay, this is not going to help me even though it's very juicy. I feel like I need a involved in this conversation. But then we have to say, is this going to help me or is this going to harm me? She talks about after her daughter passed away, the driver that killed her daughter was on trial. She asked herself, do I want to go meet the driver on trial? She knew that it wouldn't be something that will help her. She knew that she won't be able to heal by seeing him. So she didn't go. So we have to ask ourselves this constantly. When we see that something is shifting in our emotion, when we're going to a negative place, to a bad place in our mind or in our behavior or in our energy, we ask ourselves, is this something that's going to help me or this something that's going to harm me? When we are aware of our day-to-day actions, of our thoughts, of our engagements, when we're a little bit more in tuned, it's already boundaries that help us go to the next step. Resilience is taking one step at a time, constantly moving forward and saying, I'm not going to let this situation, this pain, this adversity, stop me from living. I'm not going to end my journey here in this misery. In order to leave hell, you have to walk through misery, as Marsha Linehan says. So we have to do things that are brutal and feel so difficult to accomplish, but we have to keep on walking. We have to keep on going forward. It's always in order to get further, not to stay in the victim mode. We spoke about this often on the podcast. 
Are we a victim? Are we a thriver? Which one? It's so much easier to stay in the victim place and the pity party because the work just to survive the day, to stay in a victim mode doesn't make us work hard and to really work through the stuff, uncomfortable stuff that comes up through adversity. Look the pain in the eye. Are we going to choose adversity? Are we choosing resilience? Are we choosing to move forward? Are we going to say we are grateful that we are resilient people? If you are listening to this and you got through 2020 and you're still listening to something positive because this podcast is all about creating positive moments and creating hope. Hope is a positive. Hope is one of the things that a given to resilience is hope because when we have hope, we are resilient. We have that little spot spark of light that says, okay, the darkness is going to end. And it gives us the energy to go a little bit more, just a little bit more, just a little bit more. We don't need to know the whole path. We don't have to have the whole entire map how to get from A to Z. All we have to do is get through the next step. And that is resilience. To say, I'm willing to conquer the next step, even though I'm not sure how I will do it, but I'm willing to try. And I'm willing to go through the pain. The reward of walking through pain and struggling, becoming a stronger human being, a new human being through resilience is the gift of living. It's really a gift. You suddenly feel alive. I say this often, you feel alive like you've never felt before because you made a meaning out of the struggle. You created something out of pain. So resilience is really a gift. I ask you to please end the year with gratitude and write down all the gifts that resilience gave you this year. What did you gift yourself? How did you get through this in a way that you say, I'm a better person? I learned more. Yes, it was hard. Yes, there were so many challenges, but I became a better person this year. I learned a lot through the adversity. I am stronger. I built stronger muscles for myself internally and physically, maybe stronger relationships, stronger boundaries, stronger attitudes, stronger exercises internally. What did you do this year? And I'm sure if you're listening again, you did it. You did it. You got here. You're listening. You're motivated motivated. You want to move forward. You might not have the answers, but you're trying. Please end the year with a thank you note to yourself and try to include in it all the things that you didn't think you would have the strength to do, but you did it anyway. And you got through the year, you got through this time, you got through this challenge, and maybe acknowledge that you are a resilient human and you have what it takes to get through, to move forward, to step into the uncomfortable part of life and to acknowledge the pain, but to say, I will continue to try. I will stick to hope. Part of me wants to not say goodbye to 2020 because it taught me so much about myself. A lot of people are ready to kick it out the door and say, I'm done with you. A part of me is very grateful for the tools that 2020 gave me for life, for the awareness, for the clarity. I don't want to kick it out the door. I'm not ready to say goodbye to it. For me, it felt like a very fast year, maybe because the world was moving fast and a lot was happening, but I want to leave it with a full grateful heart. And when we leave something with a full grateful heart, we are welcoming, we're in the good vibrations of life and we are welcoming the new year with abundance of positive energy. Write yourself that note. 
write 2020 what it taught you. Remember to say thank you, even for the hard times and for what it taught you. On Hope to Recharge community on Facebook, we are ending the year strong challenge. Every day we are discussing something else that we are grateful for in 2020. It's such a phenomenal experience. Please join us there on our Facebook group. We are going to really try hard to increase our conversations, to get to know each other, to get to support each other because in mental health together is always better. So when you come to our community on Facebook, Hope to Recharge community, join our community. Let's elevate the conversation to more hope, to more inspiration, support. Let's share some of our experiences that might help others in their journey. I'm grateful to each and every one of you. I don't even know how to say goodbye, but I'm going to say that I want to give you a blessing that the challenges of this year of 2020 will be the biggest stepping stones for anything you want to accomplish in the upcoming years. It should be your big stool, step, ladder that took you to the next level to accomplish any of your dreams, of your hopes, of your inspirations. Thank you again for being a part of this community. Thank you for listening and increasing hope in others because when you listen and inspire yourself, you inspire the ones around you. Share this episode with somebody that needs to acknowledge their resilience or acquire resilience because resilience is something we acquire every single day. Have a wonderful end of the year and welcome 2021 with the open arms, with a full grateful heart for 2020. Take care. Thank you for listening. We highly appreciate all of our listeners. And Mental Health Together is better. You being here means a tremendous amount to us. If you enjoyed this episode and you would like some extra boost of information and inspiration that is not on the podcast, you can go to our website, hopetorecharge.com. There's some premium content that for the cost of a cup of coffee, you can download some amazing information that will help you, a tool that will guide you through life. So don't skip a beat. Don't hesitate. Go to hopetorecharge.com. Thank you for joining us. And remember, if you enjoyed this and you want to say thank you, the best way of gratitude will be by you leaving a review or a comment or sharing this with a loved one. There is no greater form of gratitude for us. Thank you. Thank you.